Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready. Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And it's your boy, Tyler. And we're back where it all started. <clears throat> yep. In the very same room where we did our first episode. Means nothing to y'all. Means it feels right. Feels right. Yeah, we've been recording in my my uh, bedroom this whole freaking time. And it's cramped up in there because we've got a big-ass bed and, you know, typical bedroom shit in there. Then you slap a kitchen table into that same room. <laughs> and uh, it's not a real comfortable situation, so... The oldest said she wanted to go back into the same room as the youngest. Said she, I mean, she's she's one of those where she just got to be around somebody. Yeah. She she just does not want to be alone. Yeah. And I told Macy, I said, hey, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask her if she wants to go back in that room. If she doesn't want to, I'm not going to make her. But if she says she wants to, we have an office. Yeah, because we had just planned on moving this stuff back and forth every time. Mm-hmm. I got home, said, Ellie, what do you want? You want to stay in that room, or do you want to go back with... I want to go back with, with baby sisters. <laughs> hmm. Easy enough. All right. Well, babe, we got an office. But we're Slightly back. better setup than we started with, though. Much better. Better looking table. It was a Ricky Dick operation back then. A, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. We were, just, we were just, you know, trying to get our feet under us. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We knew we were, we were so fucking excited when we played back that first episode. We we're like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds good." It did not. It did not. It, it sounded, sounded really bad. Uh, we had a mono channel mixer. We didn't even know what that meant. Uh, that's mostly for band stuff. <laughs> so, uh, back yeah. in the day, we apologize. Those of you have, who have stuck with us <laughs> since episode one, uh, sorry about only being in one headphone at a time. We are now in both. There was no. At all there times. was no intro music. It was just a hard start talking. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. And, uh, yeah, we we lost a lot of people in the audience due to that. <laughs> uh, but it makes us very appreciative for the ones who have fucking stuck with us. Absolutely. And the ones we've picked up along the way, as our stuff has gotten better. So, but it's Sunday the 6th. There is no... Week from the Super Bowl. Yep. Week from the Super Bowl. Snow all over the goddamn place over here. Week from mustache season. There is still quite a bit of snow. A lot of snow. Yeah, I First was. time the old car's been out in quite a while. She needed to stretch her legs, boys. She almost fucking broke her legs in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get out for three days. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a, uh, what about a, about a thirty thirty hour check this week? Gonna be super, hell yeah, super pumped <laughs> for that. So, pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Had to miss Thursday and Friday, so it took me. About an hour and 45 minutes to get to work on Thursday. Damn, you went in on Thursday? Yeah. Crazy as hell. I did fucking load trailers. You should have fucking hollered, boy, I wanted to, would have, would have, would have went up there and helped, god dang it. I didn't think I was about trapped, it. stuck. I could have picked you up. Yes. And I could have helped you down with the trailer. We would have got that shit done way faster. Hmm. Well, nothing we can do about it now. <laughs> Next snow day, thank you, boy. What are you going to do? I will. I'll do it. We got a whole lot of NFL talk today. I have done a lot of research yesterday. And found a whole slew of shit to talk about in the NFL world. We got some interesting conclusions to some college basketball games. We do. Be worth popping through those. Got some Woo Pig to discuss. Uh-huh. Upcoming Woo Pig 
versus the. You think this? I mean, they won. You think they'll still be number one? Yes. It's ugly. You have those games. Yeah. Especially when you get number one. Now, That's now you're everybody. I'm, I'm still in football brain. In football, that that might cost you. A yeah. close win to a bad team might cost you. Yeah, but when you got uh, LSU losing five of their last six and they just now <laughs> got bumped down to a two seed, you're all right. Yeah. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. We got a we got a good one coming up. What is it, Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday. I don't remember. I think it's I think it's Tuesday when we play old old War Damn Eagle. Well, ESPN wants to be a piece of fuck, so it's this week. It's this week. I'm about to tell you what day. I'm just stalling. Pretty sure we're 12 days away from college baseball starting, which I can't fucking wait for. It's Tuesday, 6 p.m. And we can't even get ESPN Prime for that. We're ESPN too. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is ESPN Prime?" Now Auburn's football team is in shambles at this point. There's I mean, lot, it's <laughs> there's a it's lot in, of shit going. It's on. in shambles over there, and we will discuss that as well because we can relate. There's a possible baddie on scene, <laughs> but we will discuss that when the moment comes here in a little bit. We got some Auburn this to talk about. Cost Auburn like forty million dollars in coaches they're not using. Yeah, they're gonna. It's looking like they're on the path of going down to Arkansas the past decade. One can only hope. I mean, I'm definitely hoping. I'm hoping Pittman makes a few calls and gets some of those D linemen over here. They're going to pay him mouths. I'll get to it. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Those of y'all that hate Auburn as much as us, stick around. We got some uh, Pro Bowl show. Uh, what is it? Skills showcase talk. Yep, 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 yep. I did not watch it, so I'll be leaning on to cut it heavy on that one. Well, I got an update on my phone saying it was starting, and I was like, oh, I do enjoy this. They stepped it up. They, at least they're trying. At least they're trying. We're going to start it off today, though, with Dakota's got another couple hypotheticals. Yeah. We want to get the crowd laughing, buzzing, tickled with us. So uh, let's just. I'm about, I'm about to search for some more because I'm, I'm just taking them off my list as we go, and we're getting thin. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Okay. You heard what the show's going to have here in a little bit. Now let's let's laugh our asses off for just a second. Thank y'all, by the way. Another thank y'all for sticking with us, being with us. Appreciate the fuck out of each and every one of y'all. Thank you, guys. If you haven't subscribed, please do. That being said, hit it. So you can time travel. Okay. What one event would you go back and witness? That is fantastic. That is a great question. Instantly, my brain goes sports. Does it? Oh, yeah. mine, mine instantly goes like historic. Civil War? See if we can No, 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 further. No. So it's strictly observation. Mm -hmm. You're going back just to witness it. Yes. I got a couple different things that come to mind. One, I want to be there to see if we really landed on the moon. Oh, that's a good one. That's what I want to see. There's so much controversy around it. There's so much fucking hearsay about it. There's, you know, it's crazy. I was watching a movie this weekend, I think, mm -hmm. and I don't remember what the movie was. Oh, it was. I think it was a. Uh, it's called Countdown on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It was basically Final Destination with an app. Okay, but either way, he was like, "You got more technology in your pocket than NASA had when they went to the moon," and this is what you're doing with it. But that, like, that's it's true. Do. That's fucking it's, crazy. It's serious. That is fucking crazy. Like, to our kids, this is going to be like the equivalent of the Egyptians building the pyramids. 
thinking about I've been thinking about what how they got to the moon with so little technology. Picture these kids' faces whenever they grow up and they become our age, and we tell them what the first phones look like. We tell them about car phones. We tell them about yeah, you know what I mean. The equivalent of like eight tracks. For yeah, us. like yeah. wait till we explain all this shit to them when they're the fact that we just didn't have the internet. Mm-hmm. The fact that I literally we are going to be so recorded old. songs from the radio on eight track tapes <laughs> and would flip it over to B side and run it all the way back just to record separate songs. Or when you tell them you had your phone and you had to tell everybody shut the fuck up in the car so you could record your new ringtone that sounds like <laughs> yes, shit. Yes, yes. Because you got it right up against the fucking speaker. When we tell them about dial-up, when we tell them about, like, I can't wait for the kids to get old enough for me to explain the kind of shit that we saw. It's just like with our grandparents. Fuck, we, we I used to get so fucking annoyed hearing my grandparents tell me about all the fucking stupid old shit mm-hmm. that they had to deal with. And then I got older. And I started to appreciate it. And I was like, holy fuck, they really did this? Like, what the fuck? They were really going down there to the creek and to, catch, to catch their fucking supper? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was a real thing they were doing? Holy fuck. But in my brain, like, those things are not comparable. Like, the stuff that we we were dealing with, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, as a kid and what they did. But to our kids, it's all the same. Oh, yeah. It's all ancient times. So, what would your go back in time So, I, can, I remember... I have like, another one. I have a possible two other ones to discuss, but... Then I'll narrow it down and I'll make my final selection. I've got a, a round of three to choose from. I would have loved to be like front and center in that massive crowd that was following Tiger down the fairway when he won the Masters again. That would be fucking sweet. I instantly think of watching Wayne Wright strike, get that last strike out to win the World Series. Being there would be cool. I don't know. I mean the moon. The moon one's good. It's obviously much deeper mm-hmm. than, than what I'm thinking. I'm, Kennedy assassination. I can't get off of sports. So I'm I'm having a hard time. Imagine being on the grassy knoll. Yeah, and being there for Kennedy's assassination. John Wilkes Booth being there for Abraham Lincoln's assassination. I listened to an interview a couple weeks ago from a person who was there. That's how old the interview was. A person who was there when they were six years old and watched fucking. Abraham Lincoln get how fucking mind blowing with in the moment probably yep. not crazy very mind blowing actually if you think about you it see, you see what we did there <laughs> yeah. it's fucked up mm. but I would like to go back those are all cool to think of but I would like to like dinosaurs dinosaurs I'd like to go back and see dinosaurs can they see me well only to observe. So we're just we're just holograms. Oh, okay. We're just there to witness it. And seeing dinosaurs would be unbelievable. Seeing cavemen, that would be sick. But I'm gonna say dinosaurs, moon landing, and I mean seeing your team win a Super Bowl would be fucking awesome. But we, like we said before, I think I'm pretty positive I would rather watch a Super Bowl on TV than be there. And I'd like to be in the compound when they kill Bin Laden. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes. That would be a good one. So, moon moon landing, uh, dinosaurs, and Bin Laden getting uh, canoed by <laughs> several rounds in his head. Now, Robert O'Neill, the person who actually killed him, said he only shot him twice. But I remember the outrage whenever he got killed and all the motherfucking people who all of a sudden cared about Bin Laden. They were like, yeah. oh, they destroyed his head. They just shot him so many. T- I don't they, blow they his fucking head into 25 million did. pieces. I also don't believe he's only shot twice. I think somebody yeah, unloaded into that mother. Well, to kill him, probably. 
Well, that's also what he has to say. Right. Or else, or else you got CID coming knocking at your door. And then he fucking disappeared over the edge of a boat. Yeah, see, they, that's another thing <laughs> they asked O'Neill in that, in that interview. He's done several, but in the interview that I watched, he said he was not there for what they did with the body. They bagged it up, handed it off to the Army. Army took it, and he's like, I have heard the rumors of the ocean. That the dude asked him. He was like, I have to ask you, like, did they drop his fucking body in the ocean? And he's like, well, if you look up their religion, they actually don't believe in putting shrines up for themselves. They don't believe in any of that, blah, blah, blah. I have seen photos of where he's buried. He's like, I have seen the photos of his body being put into the ground. He's like, but all the rumors that I've heard about the ocean drop shit is actually very interesting. He's like, I'll leave it at that. It's very interesting. Also, don't care what his preference was to be buried. Yeah, don't give a flying no. fuck. He kind of blew that. Take him to the 9-11 ground zero and blow up, blow him up with a fucking Send him ID. on a rocket. Yeah. Into fucking space. That would be one that would be, like, just for oh, 9/11. historical value, just to be, like, at a distance to watch that. It'd be fucking terrible. It would be terrible. But, but to observe it that. It was terrible to watch on TV. Yeah. If it's all going to happen the same. Because, like, that's, I've said. Our kids don't even know what 9-11 is. No. <laughs> they don't there's have a, a fucking clue. There's adults that weren't alive for 9-11. That's what's crazy. That's fucking freaky. They are. There are people that are a drinking age who did not. That were born, depending on when your birthday is, we're not born for that. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Like the fact that they're going to learn about 9-11 in history class. Like like the fucking, hey, here's a civil war. Here's 9-11. Like yep. it's, that's fucking crazy. So what's your final answer? I have three and I will make a decision just a second after you. I'm probably going Tiger. Only because... Only because, like, that's one thing that I think would translate way better in person. Like, it's at the Super Bowl. Like, I can only imagine it, it, the energy. Oh, my God. Like, coming through the fucking TV. Like, them talking to Brooks when he was on the tee box. He's like, how do you want me to focus doing that? Like, everybody's... It was, the Tiger effect was in full force right there. That would be... That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm going with that. And I'm going with... I'm going with... But see, if you if you go back to the moon and you can verify it, everybody that you tell now is looking like, oh, you're full of shit. No, like, there's no, there's you'll no be, way you'll be know. looked at like Alex Jones uh-huh. with your tinfoil hat on. I'm a little bit, <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit fucking retarded. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be looking at like him. Uh, I am going with Bin Laden's assassination. That would be fucking awesome, too. And like your perspective is, you're like, st- you get to see it through his eyes, Bin Laden's eyes. Like, you get to see it unfold. You know what I mean? Like, you get to feel the panic. You get to see him just, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that is intense. No, I don't want to be him. Yeah. I I, you just want to stand up off it by his shoulder. That's what I want to be. I wanna, you want to see it through the eyes of the, of the person pulling because, the trigger. That's because I, want. well, I want to see what he was doing in the moments leading up to that. I want to be see, in the room before yes. they come into the room. I want to see how he's reacting when the helicopter crashes. I want to see how he's reacting when he hears people outside. I want to see it all. I want to see, exactly. see his fucking fear in his face. Right before his blood is... But I, I want to know when, exactly when it's going to happen so I can be chilling in the room like, cool, dude, you're fucked. Give hey, like, bud, you're back. Like you're 10 seconds, to... you're fucked. These are your last breaths, bud. That's cool. Yes. And they waxed his son, which is, Second one, which is also cool. I think I know your answer already. Okay. But... Latest Hollywood blockbuster is a... Do you say... Is it a biopic or biopic? 
Biopic. I always thought it was biopic. <laughs> it's biopic. Biographical picture. Biopic. Biopic. Yeah. <laughs> PDB. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, it's a biopic. Biopic. <laughs> it's biopic. <laughs> about your life. Who are you picking to play yourself? It's interesting that you say you already know who it is. Uh, and now this might be recency bias. Because I think I, we've talked about it before. I watched a movie last night, an all-time classic rom-com that I love. Which would lead me to want to say his name. What was the movie? Uh, the Proposal. Okay, not who I thought you were going to pick. Now, here's the thing. Do you try to go look similar or personality? I go personality. And Ryan Reynolds is my fucking, is, is see, my version of. I was going to say Vince Vaughn. Oh, see, he's like my <laughs> one of my favorite actors because he has the same sense of humor like us. But Ryan Reynolds has that like. He's a total package. Right, exactly. I mean, he's the, he's the looks and the mind. <laughs> that's I mean, you just Selfishly, can't. that's an easy pick. <laughs> I, I fucking... Yeah, I'm, I'm riddled. Of course I pick him. <laughs> no, no, no. Not because I look like him, because I do not. I am... <laughs> I am no. Not even in the same stratosphere no, but, as Ryan Reynolds. But uh, there was a, a scene in the proposal whenever he was out there chopping the canoe because he's pissed. Mm-hmm. And Sandy B, who's a fox in that movie comes out of the shower and he's in the bedroom with his headphones on. So he's walking along and he's taking all his stuff off. We were watching the movie and I looked over and I was like, Oh, don't worry. You're about to love this scene. She's like, what do you mean? And like, he took his shirt off and shit. She's like, mm-hmm. See? And I was like, yeah, yeah, there it is. I was like, he is a, he is a total fuck package. Yeah. And apparently he can sing, which is, Oh, super. Just unfair. great. What can't he do? Fair. I would go Ryan Reynolds. See, I wonder at what point in my life this movie is taking place. Like how old would that would that would it sway matters. things a lot. It has to be after like close to our age now because you want it you want it to where you can see everything that you've done in your life, not just when you're younger and nothing's happened. You know what? Plus, no one wants to play the younger me. Promise you. Go, <laughs> go in. Yeah, the younger you biopic would just be home alone. But like they left you at home, like legitimately at your house, right? By and, yourself and random whoopings. Yeah, <laughs> by whoopings I don't mean I mean ass whoopings. So we're going personality on this. Yes, I think I'm gonna go Jason Bateman. I love Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman would be good. I love Jason Bateman. Just a dry. He's funny no matter what. Yes, like his, he can play the same character in every movie and it fits. Did you finish part one of the season four yet? Oh yeah. Oh, almost immediately. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's the thing, though. Like you take horrible bosses, Jason Bateman, and Ozark, Jason Bateman, Arrested it's, Development, it's, Jason it's Bateman, the same character. Yes, it, but it fits everything. Yes, like that is just that's him. Like I don't know, that he's super. He's not super versatile. It just his personality fits into whatever you want, even if it's not supposed to be funny. Yes. Did not expect my brain to get there. Had no idea who I was going to pick. I'm going Jason Bateman. That's good. That's a good decision. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what Ruth does. Yeah, like put yourself in that situation. Yeah, no, we we can't get into this because I'm once I start, you walk in and there's no stopping, and I can't remember what's what anymore because I've seen it all. And I, if I listened to anything that spoiled a show like that for me, I would be fucking furious. I may never listen to him again. Well, for those of you that like Ozark and have not finished part one of season four yet, what, are you what doing? the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You got to binge. We've that. had snow days. We've had so many opportunities for you to just catch up. And if you haven't yet, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, you're missing out. And if you don't hurry up, you'll miss the second. The second season that's probably going to come out in a year and a half. They say it's Jason Bateman was on a TV show or a news thing 
I don't know which one, but uh, one of those liberal shows. And he said 2022. Well, he said uh, part two should be out pretty soon, I think. And was like smiling when he said it. Yeah, then you have Ryan. So I, I think it's coming out this year. They, they, you, It'll probably be November or some shit. Yeah, It'll probably be fall. middle to end of the year. And I can't fucking wait. Yeah, watching that season four again just remind, reminded me how much I wanted to start it all the way over with Macy because she's never seen any of it. Oh my! And I wanted God. to start it all the way over because I enjoy it. And I, I lo- I'm going to watch it again. And oh, she's, when, it, she's when like, it ends, I'll watch it all again. She can't do it. It's I, I, we only get to watch it at nighttime, uh-huh. and that kind of stuff really fucking gets her anxiety going. So she starts getting real fucking jittery, and like right before bed, it's not. It's just not a good. Well, she could have watched it during the day. The to catch up to it. Uh, fucking, we we are so busy with the fucking kids. We got That's no time true. to sit down and watch. That's true. Would you would you prefer? Because I hate the fucking splitting season into two halves. I know why they do it. It's genius, but it but sucks. Would you rather have like seven episodes and then eight months later seven more episodes, or would you rather have it? And I know the math doesn't add up here, but would you rather have it like one episode per week all the way through? I'd rather have one per week. I don't know, but when it dropped seven episodes, I was so fucking excited. Like I don't care what we're doing. This is what I'm doing for the. I next. thought this was the end of it. And then when I got on a Netflix, it said part one. And yeah. I was like, what What the fuck? You yeah. sons of bitches jit me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you see the the last couple minutes of this last part of se- part one of season four. And you're like, this is what you motherfuckers leave me hung up with? Yeah. There's so much shit that's still going to go on. What the hell? Yeah, there's, there's shows that are definitely rewatchable. And then there's ones that are not. I will definitely watch this. Oh, again. yeah. Any other any other possible hypotheticals that are worth shit we can talk about? Because um, it's mostly NFL shit we got to discuss here. Yeah, fuck it. You sell your soul to the devil. Okay. What'd you sell it for? Give me a Patriots level dynasty. Guaranteed. You don't have to tell me when the Super Bowls are coming. Just let me know <laughs> I'm winning seven more. That's hard to beat. <laughs> I was thinking like... Because it doesn't ruin it. If you don't know when they're coming, you're still at just as the end of every season. So we're sticking to sports then. Okay. That's where my brain goes. That's all. It's only... I was As soon as you said it, I was like, okay, make sure my kids are wealthy enough to where we have generational wealth and they're all good. And then Dakota was like, give me seven more fucking Super Bowls. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's where my brain goes. Um, I would sell it. I think that's the least... Bad things that can happen from you selling your soul. I think if you stick to sports, if you get into like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. legit shit, the butterfly effect could go yes. terribly wrong. So I would go guarantee me that the Chiefs. I take it back. I was gonna say guarantee me that the Chiefs are the top team in the AFC every year for the duration of Patrick Mahomes' career, and I'm happy. I don't know what will happen in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Just let me know that we will be the top dog in the AFC for the next 15 years. I'm good. This we can, we sound, can win half of those Super Bowls. We're good. This is going to sound crazy. Changing it from what I just said. Give me a fucking Arkansas World Series in baseball. Victory. Oh, that would be something. That would be fucking something right there. Give me... If I sell my soul, I'm going to say I sold it prior to 2018. Then we catch the pop fly. 
Oh, like that, that's worth so much to never have to remember that happening. Oh, it's so much pain. <laughs> There's been so much terrible shit happen in Arkansas sports that it's top of the list for the foreseeable future. Like I don't, I don't imagine. I pr- I pray nothing else happens. Wor- that you makes really you almost worse, said I don't imagine this worse than again. that. Oh God. Well, it's all right. I don't have to sell my soul. It's gonna happen this year. Bingo. Whoa, came in hot with the jams. Well, you know it. What are you gonna do? We half the time is too low. <laughs> Might as well start it off too high. What would you like to discuss? Um, you take your pick. NFL. You want college basketball? What you want? We can do college basketball. Okay, bet. Arkansas beat Mississippi State, and I don't know how. It was ugly. Really ugly. I'll take it, though. Of course I'll take it. It's ugly. You're going in to play in the number one team at home. They're coming off of a barely win. Ugly win as well. As if there was any more reason for Arkansas fans to get irrational. NFL fans NFL fans that are still waiting for us to get in the NFL, please stick through this because we got so much cool shit to talk about with the NFL. But yes, Arkansas, ugly win. And we're going to get our goddamn cheeks, cheeks clapped cheeks by Auburn. So, delusionals, let's pump the brakes. That's what I'm saying. If, if there were definitely fans that were positive we were going to win, but now that they're coming off that Are you wearing win, two socks? Two socks. Dakota, are you wearing two pairs of socks? No. What are you talking about wearing two pairs of There's socks? There's white underneath the black right there. Is that just a trim piece? Yeah, it's trim Oh. It's trim piece. It, lo- <laughs> <laughs> it looks like another sock coming out, don't it? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess. Just look at it. It does. I mean, they're my socks. I know what they look like, so I guess. <laughs> it looks like two pairs. <laughs> looks like the fucking pair of socks I put on. Nah, whatever. Get over it. I don't think we're going to get our cheeps clacked. Okay. I think we're going to lose. If we win, I am, I fully, am all the way I on. I am fully I, prepared. I will be insufferable. To be irrationally confident for the rest of the season. Those y'all they that are irrationally mad when we lose yes. to a turd team, inevitably. Those of y'all that are like, oh, look, they're just another one of those people that are just praying on us to lose. No. I want us to win. I want us to be good. I want us to make a deep... I have money on Arkansas winning the championship, people. Like, I put money on it before the season even started. So, no, I'm not hoping that we fucking stink. I am just getting a little tired of the, the, the irrational ones that are like, oh, look, we beat... Seven straight do seven straight doozies here. We're we're gonna compete with the elites. No shot. When you play seven players a game and you never rotate guards out when we get no guard play. We won last night and JD Note shot like four for sixteen. Devo Davis had six points. Yeah, I'm I mean if you don't rotate guards in who can score and we're going against Auburn who has guards that can score, right. we're in trouble. I'm not a fan of of Musselman's coaching at this point. I'm really not. I'm not. I'm not going to say no shot because, like, I agree the the lack of lineup changes is concerning. It will bite us in the but fucking if, penis if they are on. We can compete with Auburn. When have we seen them all on? I'm not saying it's super likely. That's why I think we'll lose. But I don't think we'll get our cheeks clapped necessarily. Georgia games giving you false hope. Oh, it definitely it definitely complicates things. Mm-hmm. But well, so you, you a know, lot of crazy shit's happened. 
this you know, weekend even. You know as well as I do, once you're the number one team, once you're an elite, that's everyone's championship game. For sure. You're going to get everybody's You're going to get the best every fucking game. But if Georgia's best, got them within two points, Georgia's bad. They're real bad. Single-digit like, win bad. Georgia's not a team. Like, Georgia fans are not sitting around like, oh, if we could just play these guys, it would be better. Our coaching makes me confused. They just stink. <laughs> makes me confused. They are just not good. <laughs> yeah, they are bad. I don't know how Auburn only won by two. I don't know. But I don't know. I just look at Auburn's lineup. I look at ours. Bruce Pearl is someone who will raise his hand if somebody's cold and take him out and put someone new in just to see what will happen. And that's all I want from our coach. Raise your hand when somebody's struggling. Get somebody fresh in there. Let's see what happens. Nope. We got the same seven people out there for 30 minutes a game. And I don't like it. I hate it. I mean, for fuck's sake. It's not as drastic, obviously. They're both ranked top 10. Kansas beat the fuck out of Baylor. Beat the fuck out of them. Rutgers beat the shit out of Michigan State. Unranked over a top 15. That was that was big. Vanderbilt beat LSU by nine. I know LSU's losing to everybody, but they're still ranked, so. Yep. Arizona State, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Arizona State beating UCLA in triple overtime. That's number three UCLA. Like, how, how many games do we say Arizona State had won? Like nine? Yeah. Seven. Seven yeah. games. Yeah, they, they pulled a Georgia. If they're seven and 13. If, if Arizona State can beat UCLA, we can beat Auburn. Did I expect them to win? No. Do I expect us to win? No. But crazier shit's happened. It has. And like Dakota said, if we beat Auburn, watch out. Prepare. Prepare <laughs> for our Wednesday show because that'll be a Tuesday game, so we'll be fresh on it. And I will be insufferable. I will be. Have you been seeing all the fucking Arkansas fans jumping into like Auburn Twitter spaces? Oh, yeah. Oh. They're sharing our <laughs> Auburn Twitter spaces at this point. And what's crazy is we talked about like the rivalries coming into this season. Not once was Auburn mentioned. No. It's all it takes. Boy, it's becoming one. It's all it takes. And then we just jump into all of Auburn's Twitter spaces. And then once this game's over, no matter which way it goes, I mean, if we win, they'll probably jump into a few more. But then they'll probably go to Kentucky Twitter spaces. And the next big I am more play. scared of Kentucky than I am Auburn. It's because we're used to being scared of Kentucky, I think. Yep. We know. And they got bigs. Yeah. Kentucky has motherfucking bigs. Yeah. You want to see if your defense is any good? Well, there, which, there's the measuring stick. Which the stats over this winning streak, mind you, take into account the teams we've played. But the defense, their shooting percentage has gone drastically down for the opponents in these games. So that's positive. Our, our home offense. court advantage has been has been rolling through lately. Our our home court has been fucking rowdy. Well, it'll be there. It's been packed. There are people at work that I know don't even care about sports. And they're like, oh, I'm, I already bought tickets to the Auburn game. It's gonna be loud. Oh, it's gonna be popping. Which, it's I feel like it's very difficult. And I get you can just be outgunned and outmanned, but if your home crowd is fucking loud, I feel like it's very difficult. To just come out completely flat. If we can start off lukewarm, I don't even need hot. If we can just start off warm and keep it close early. We're going to need a 30-piece from Note. We're going to need about seven charges from Jalen Williams. Yep, we're going to need fucking a mood to drop a cool 20. Like, we're, we're going to need some special things to happen to beat to beat those dudes. And what's cool, if, it, if it's packed and it's fucking rowdy and... Auburn goes on a 10-0 run or something. All it's going to take is like a dunk or an oop, and then we're fucking right back in it. The crowd, anyway. Yep. If we start settling for, for jumpers, we start 
shooting from three, the whole, we're in trouble. Oh, yeah, we don't want to try to sh- shoot threes with them. Negative. That's what happened to the Cavs against the KDU Warriors. <sighs> they started playing Golden State-style ball, and they're not built to do that, and they got fucking shellacked. No, you do what got you there. Keep you your you game try. plan. Exactly. Do not abandon it. Yeah. Unless it's halftime of the AFC Championship and um, <laughs> adjustments have been made by the other team, and then go ahead and do something different with your game them. plan. Yeah, abandon go ahead. Completely. Shift your fucking game plan. <laughs> have a contingency plan, as we call in the military, a pace plan, and uh, let, let's let's shift that. But, you know, be like Kansas City. Just don't shift, and you'll lose. <laughs> well, uh, I did like we w- said, NFL heavy, so here we go. While we're while we're uh, jamming here, I did watch the Purdue Michigan game. It was electric. Uh, Purdue is a fucking unit. Uh, I can't remember Ivy. I think is his name number twenty three for Purdue. Mm. Freak Hendrickson. Michigan's got a, a white boy big freak, but they just cannot figure it out. They're now eleven and nine, one of the top recruiting classes. Michigan? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know why they can't figure it out. I don't know. But maybe Juwan Howard wasn't the guy. That's the team that's going to burn me in my bracket, I'm sure. I don't think Michigan, Michigan gets in. Well, maybe. Wow, that's real. Could happen. I don't think they're going to get in. They've got a gauntlet coming up. Michigan does. I think like four of their next six are top 20 teams. Well, then save me for myself then. Because if I see Michigan, it's going to be very difficult. I'm like, oh, they're good. Purdue is the team that's going to burn me because I will pick them going very far. <laughs> You watch one impressive game from yep. them, and you're like, oh, I remember them. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yep. I'll see Kansas's name, and I'll put them going real far. I, you know. I think that's probably Texas safe. Tech's good. Uh, Gonzaga's good. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Gonzaga's one of those teams, though, that when I see their name, I know they're going to be good. But in my mind, as soon as I make them advance, I'm looking for where they lose. Correct. Because it's going to happen. Correct. They're going to blow it. Kentucky will have going far. I don't know. I, I'm very excited to do our bracket on the air. We'll, oh, uh, God. We'll we'll break it down and have to do like a a quadrant at a time each time we record before the tournament. Yeah. Maybe do one side, other side, the next recording, but I'm excited to do that. Yeah, that'd be good. We'll have to we'll have to leave them here so we can reference them. We didn't talk about uh Auburn's football. They're fucked. They're dead. <laughs> they got all kinds of allegations coming out. They got they got fucking rumors out the ass. We'll wait until we get some more conclusive shit to to make a decision, but Apparently sleeping around with Batty. And by Batty, I mean they put the picture of Bobby Petrino's mistress up and a picture <laughs> of the Auburn dude's mistress up. It's not even a contest. The mistress that the Auburn buddy had, it was the head coach. Yeah. And apparently the players are coming out saying they were treated like like dogs. Uh, I mean, it's you got ex-Auburn players that are out of there already coming out saying, yeah, all this is true. Like you got wild shit coming and it seems like they may be on a very very hard downward trajectory well when you look at the at the players that they had transfer out makes sense yeah yeah it does and again i cannot stress this enough the mistress is baddie (laughs) where where was it did where'd the running back go do we know oh uh Bonex went to Oregon. He went with someone. There was there was another player he went with. Also, I don't name? know if we talked about it, but Bonex to Oregon makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. What, what was the running back's name? Bigsby. Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. Yep. 
The guy that appeared to be killing shit every time you see him, and then you look at his stat line, and it's less than impressive. I still don't understand how that happened. Boy, you have massacred the back of your phone. Yeah. What happened there? I had it in my pocket, and I was working out, and I went to run down the sidewalk, and it just fell out, and it landed flat on the back. Didn't think anything. Came back, picked it up, shattered. Yeah. It was in a case, too. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to find where it said where he said he's going. Oh, uh, Caleb Williams went to USC. Did we talk about that yet? No, we have not. Yeah, he went with Lincoln Riley to USC. Uh, I guess he's staying. Really? Auburn football. Brian Harson on Tank Bigsby's decision to stay at Auburn. Huh. Strange. There were rumors of him going to Georgia. I don't know. I wasn't real high on Bigsby. I never really saw him do much of anything. His name carried a lot of weight, but I never really saw anything crazy translate to the field. But Auburn, buckle up. You guys are in for a fucking treat. We oh, lived it. Hopefully it happens the exact same as it did at Arkansas, but longer and you don't ever figure it out. Yep. Ideally. <laughs> that would be perfect. Um, let's talk in that fucking L. Let's do it. I got several several bullet points to talk about here. Before we get too deep into those, because those will, those will flow pretty well, the uh, <laughs> Pro Bowl Skills Challenge mm. was Thursday? Friday. Thursday? I don't know. I didn't watch it. It was this week. Um, they were rerunning it just this morning, and I watched Mac Jones throwing into the things. That was about it. Yeah, so they had the precision passing event, which they always have, where they, the target. I like this around. one. This one was cool. Yeah, and they're doing – they're, they're trying to rack up the most points. Pretty sure Russell Wilson won that. That was right before. He was fucking fantastic. Yeah, his guess is that's his bread and butter. There's no, he, was there's making no pressure. His, he was making his audition for his next team is what he was doing. There's no pressure. It's just can you throw the ball? We know he can throw the we ball. We know he can fucking throw. Yeah. So he won that. And then they had the fastest man competition, which how many times have we said just line up and race, which this one. <sighs> this one pissed me off because Tyree didn't even try, and that pisses me off. Uh, if you're going to be in it, don't just waste a spot. Like, this is what everybody wanted to see. Put put someone in who's actually going to try because Nick Chubb and Diggs were the only people who were trying, or Micah Parsons and and uh, Nick Chubb were the only people who were trying. And honestly, I'm surprised Parsons beat Diggs didn't even try and Tyreek didn't even jog. He didn't even get into his stance. No, he had no intentions. Which I don't think he needed to to win the race. But when they started, he came out of the gates. You got YouTube standing. videos on your YouTube channel that you have that's super high in followers of you just going out and racing random people on the street and smoking them on purpose and just making fun of them and wallowing in it. But then you get up against the NFL talent, you're like, eh, don't want to pull anything. What? And then you go to the NHL All-Star Weekend and call out Usain and, Bolt to a race. Yeah, which would be cool as fuck. Right. But And then you also don't even get a drop of beer in your mouth when you smash them all above your head. <laughs> it just spewed all over the place. You didn't even drink any of it. You are not a man of the people. <laughs> drink the fucking beer. We don't want to well, see Stone Cold. We want to see you chug the shit. He was in the best catch, best catch competition, too, which was cool. And he stunk that up. Too I well. didn't see that. It was... Uh, well, they did tricks while they were jumping. Well, it, it was like a it was like a slam dunk cat slam dunk contest style catch contest. I feel like I said too many words. Why would you not invite Odell to that? It was Super Bowl. Never mind. It was. Uh, I love. There's it. ever an event for Odell. That's it. Yeah, I love the idea, and it it was it turned out pretty cool for the most part. There was like I said, Tyreek like one of Tyreek's attempts. I get the idea, and when I when I realized what he was doing, I thought it was gonna be cool. It didn't work out. Um, they did the thread needle competition after the fastest man, which was you had a quarterback and two defensive backs in front of like a, a big wall 
and it had different holes in it of different sizes for different points, obviously. Um, and that's the one that I watched, Mac Jones. Yeah, you were trying to rack those points, and defensive backs were obviously trying to deflect it. If they intercepted, it took away three points. That was a pretty cool concept. Um, Mac Jones was going against Diggs and, and Slay. And Slay. And Diggs fucking smoked the wall. His own shoulder went right <laughs> into that hole. Yeah. And, but it, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was, it was, I liked it better than the normal events. Like they, they substituted, I think, that for the, the ones where they were throwing, like they had to catch a sideline pass. Remember that with the receivers had to catch a sideline pass over the shoulder, one hand, they had to jump from behind the wall. Mm-hmm. That one got kind of stale. This one they brought in, I liked it a lot. Um, favorite part was obviously the, the best catch competition. Diggs, uh, so Stephon Diggs was in it. Justin Jefferson was in it. Trayvon Diggs was in it, and Tyreek. I think mm-hmm. it was the four. And Stephon Diggs' first attempt, he came up with a can of spray paint and painted like a sideline, I guess. And he ran over and he like they threw it and he ran up and snatched it, backhanded, one handed at the sideline, and just locked it like there was no bobble, there was no nothing. He fucking snatched it. And went off to the side. What fucked him was the judges had no idea. And Cam Jordan was the MC for this. And it was painfully. Yeah, that's. Painfully bad. That's cringy. But they didn't know how to score shit appropriately, I guess. So he kind of got shafted. Because it was total score that won you the thing. So he came in last. Because they gave him like 80, some 80s or whatever. And then everybody after that, I feel like, got 100. Which, whatever. I mean, it, there's no. Nobody fucking cares. They just want to see the catch. They don't really care who wins. Right. Um, that was his first one. was pretty good. And then he did a tribute to because so the first one you just, it was just you and the ball. The second one you could use a prop. And I would like to see Devontae in that. The second one he jumped off of a truck through a table for Bills Mafia, and the table had uh, Trayvon Diggs' jersey on it. So he jumped up and caught it and went through the table. That was pretty good. And then Trayvon Diggs did a fucking like the second one he did. He jumped off a trampoline and did a front flip and caught it, and he was like legit halfway through like he was upside down when he caught it and then completed the flip mm-hmm. Tyreek's was his first one so David Tyreek is one of the judges so he put his helmet on he's gonna he was like oh he's gonna do the helmet catch so you're kind of playing to your audience whatever with the judges but if you could do it on purpose like that was an accidental catch mm-hmm. in this historic moment if you could do it on purpose that's impressive and he just ran and jumped and caught it with both hands and then put it on top of his head <laughs> and the David Tyreek gave him 100 obviously but and he said, he said when they asked him about it, he was like, "Oh, he's playing. He's playing to my emotions. Like it's it's all it's all fair." Um, Justin Jefferson did a jumped up and caught it between his legs. Did he gritty? Yes, of course, on the mat, which was impressive. <laughs> it was a huge mat, but it was pretty cool. And then everybody loves the dodgeball. I don't know. I why. wish they would have brought out Adam Schefter and let him gritty. <laughs> I would have <laughs> loved that. Uh, just seeing every time I see Kirk Cousins in a Pro Bowl doing things, it doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, he, I saw a little bit of his precision pass and thread the needle shit. And he was throwing it over the goddamn whole blocks. Like the whole fucking big cutout. Was, he was launching it over. <laughs> he fucking stinks. Yeah. It was tough to go first on that because there's, there's no precedent set for that. Like you, you can't even go off of previous years like this brand new. And then Matt Jones went up and he's like, oh, I was just aiming for the top two every time. Which which is fair. Should have been picked off. And one of them slay tipped it up in the air and couldn't come down with it, but. It was better than normal. It, I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't up out of my seat, but I like the direction it's going. Would you trade Claypool and two firsts for Russell Wilson? No, I would. No, I wouldn't trade two firsts for Russell Wilson. 
I would in a heartbeat. Why? So you can be fucking heartbroken week eight? I need a fucking quarterback if I'm the Steelers. Yeah, I do too. I am. I'm, that's my team, and they do. I don't want that one. Not for what it's going to cost. Like if you're going to first, that's if it. You're going to give them to me? Sure, I'll fucking take them. Do you know how many fucking holes we have to fill? You think we're going to do it for agency? No. <laughs> no. Okay, then we need our fucking draft picks. I don't want to become Seattle to get Seattle. You don't want to be the Rams? Nope. Sure don't. <laughs> I don't want to never have a fucking first round pick. Like, don't get me wrong. All for getting proven players over draft picks to an extent. Like, we still have to fill fucking holes. But we can't do that with no draft picks because we won't do it in free agency. We'll get it'll be the same thing that happens with our quarterback situation. We'll get an okay guy because well now we address the position, but they still stink. Also, I need it on the air. Anybody who's listening, I stand with the Freedom Convoy in Canada. Just letting everybody know. I think this shit I'm, is awesome. I think, and this is recency bias for sure. I think I've come down to the fact that I will. Blindly support whatever quarterback they draft. Oh, God. Like, I mean, well, I have a, a bullet on the Steelers in here. I mean, I don't like it. It does me no good to be just fucking miserable just, about it before they play. I'll start with that one. All right. The Steelers' love for Malik Willis is the worst kept secret at the Senior Bowl, according to Nick Faribault, which is a Pittsburgh. Yeah, which means they're not taking him. Ryder. There's no way they're that open about it, and they really want to take him. It makes no sense. Smokescreen? Has to be. Do they? Tra- I would trade up for a quarterback if I was Pittsburgh. I need one that bad. I would trade. Let's say I have the seventeenth, and I have a. I have it on good authority that the ninth pick is going to be. I'm pretty sure they're twenty. Pick it, but yeah. I would do. I would trade right now. I'll give you my my first round pick. I'll give you my second, and next year's third. Oh, I would do that. That way you don't give up too much capital up front and you don't give up your first next year. I would give you my first right now, my second right now, my third next year. Um, Normally I would say that would not be enough to get up to take a quarterback from somebody. I think it could. But with everybody being in the consensus that this year is a down quarterback draft class, it might be enough. It also makes me nervous to trade up for a quarterback in a class where everybody says they're all bad. Like you, you have to get, you have to find the best one in the class, I, no matter what. But I also don't trust the Mayocks and all those guys. You're talking about 2000, 2013, where EJ Manuel was the first quarterback. It was like EJ Manuel, Mike Glennon, but he was a freak in college. He absolutely was, and he stunk in the NFL. Yes, there was another one, EJ Manuel, Mike Glennon, and somebody else who was also bad. But Mike Glennon's made a nice career for himself. It would be, it would be worse to to assume that, not take him, and then him be a fucking stud. How crazy is it? More often than not. The top quarterbacks that are taken in each draft are probably service backups for ten years. How crazy is that? Yeah. It's also crazy to me how adamant they've been about wanting a mobile quarterback, Willis, because they are not usually a let's get with the times type of team. No, but they're always oh, is the Steeler way. It was the Steeler way in the fucking hard nosed blue collar tough sons of bitches. And I'm not saying get rid of that by any means, but you have to fucking adjust. Now, so could, that was the, could the whole mobile quarterback thing be a smoke screen? Sure. Sure could. And I'd be fucking furious. <laughs> Unless he's good. All right. I'll start off with some, uh, with some, these are all according to NFL rumors, which is a Twitter, a Twitter source that is most of the time all over it. Let's talk some NFL stuff. Apparently, Calvin Ridley is likely to be traded this offseason. Nobody being traded from the Falcons would surprise me at this point. The suitors right now are rumored to be the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Eagles per CBS Sports. My thing is none of those three have a good quarterback. 
what sense does that make? Well, they're trying to make their quarterback better by surrounding by people because all those teams are well. The Patriots Dolphins, are definitely committed to their quarterback. Patriots will be interesting. That one would make sense. Dolphins, <laughs> unless you get what are you gonna? That means you've given up on the Deshaun Watson stuff. You're gonna have to trade pretty fucking heavy stuff to get Calvin Ridley. Also, pretty sure he's up for a contract uh, extension. Yeah, because so at this point, you have to trade. And pay. At this point, it's safe to assume that Sean Watson's not moving until he's cleared. Or he would have already, you would think. That's interesting. And if he's cleared, his asking price goes up drastically. Yeah, which is probably why the Texans aren't moving him. Right. I'm not going to sell him at his lowest. I'm going to wait till this shit blows off, and then I'm going to sell high. I mean, then team's going to try to throw at you that he hasn't played in a year. Or, or two, depending on how long this shit drags on, but I'll take my chances. For sure. Like, Calvin Ridley is a stud. Yeah. I would give my fucking right nut to get Ridley in the Chiefs offense. The, the Eagles will be drafting a receiver early. I mean, they have a lot of picks. So, they'll be drafting a receiver early, or they will get somebody in free agency to try to cover up the stink that is Jalen Rager that they drafted. And also cover up the stink that is Jalen Hurts, who's well, not good. But you spent a first-round pick on a receiver when there was plenty of other ones that have been good since. There. Oh, like Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Yeah. And he's But you have to have bad. a quarterback that can get the fucking ball to him. And Hertz does not throw the fucking ball downfield. Unless it's Dallas Goddard. Then he'll throw it. I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't great, and he's fucking... I mean, he can at least throw it down the fucking field. Yeah. I would take Kirk Cousins right now or Jalen Hurts right now. 100% of the time. It's close. <laughs> not even close to me. I think the Eagles... Unless it's fantasy, then sure, I'll take well. Jalen Hurts in fantasy. Because he runs. Yeah. But he can't throw to save his fucking life. Anyways, that's the first bullet point. Former Minnesota head coach Mike Zimmer and his informed NFL teams he wants to stay in coaching, but now prefers to be a defensive coordinator. Come on. What say you? That's what I said. Come on. Everybody's like, oh, his defenses haven't been good. So I looked it up. He hit, well, he's also been the head coach. 2019, 2020 season, 2018, 2019, 2017, 2018. All Good defenses. The last two years were the only bad ones. I looked it up. Those last, those three years before these last two years, I mean, like top ten in every fucking defensive category. Well, we can also come off the whole all oh, defensive minded head coach got a bad defense. You're also paying a defensive coordinator. Like he's that is his fucking job. Agreed. You can have, you should have your hands in it. Obviously, if you're a head coach and you're a defensive mind, but you have to let him do his fucking job. Correct. So, I would take Zimmer over Spags all day long. That's why coordinators get fired and head coaches stay. Yes. I would take Zimmer all day. I would take Zimmer all day. I'd take Vic Fangio all fucking day. I would take that. I'd take Flores all day. I'd take Flores all day, too. thought that was interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised that he's decided he wants to be a coordinator rather than head coach, because I feel like... He's probably tired of it. (laughs) Yeah, he probably is. (laughs) I've had enough of this shit. Well, he's also had some catastrophic failures in the postseason. Failures, I say. Terrible luck. Yeah. Like, terrible endings. I mean, he had the, the Minnesota Miracle. Minneapolis Miracle, whatever you call it, which is on his side, but they've just collapsed in fantastic fashion. Yes. Saints, of course, interviewed Eric Bieniemy this weekend. No word on how it went. I haven't heard anything since. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's a free agent coach right now, so he has not been re-signed by Kansas City. He's free agent. He can make his own fucking decision. I don't know how I feel about him. I don't I don't know. Well, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, they're gonna they're gonna bring it back. I don't think so. That would be shocking. 
Yeah, I don't think we're bringing it back. According to everything I've seen, there it's not happening. It could work out, and there's there's more likely than not enough talent on that offense to overcome it. But to have a diff, a new quarterback coach and offensive coordinator the same year would be and uh, hopefully defensive coordinator. There, the rumor was that they that Leet uh, Veach came right out and was like, "We we need a." He didn't say it like this, but we need a a, a, a fucking facelift on the staff. Fresh fucking bodies, fresh people, fresh thoughts, because it's growing stale. Yeah. For fucking four years, we've seen it happen. It's growing stale. Reed is not being checked on stupid play calls. You have an offensive coordinator that's scared to speak up. We need new faces. I want an offensive coordinator who will check the bullshit that Reed tries to pull. Yeah, but you have. But the problem is, it's probably not going to happen. They're going to no. they're going to stay in line and yeah. That's the that's the the downside to having a coach that everybody puts in the top five coaches in the NFL for any team is you're not going to have a coordinator come in and say, hey, this is this is where you're wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't be that way. I'm not saying you can't. That's not how you become successful. It's to grow by that type of shit. But I would take Nagy back as an offensive coordinator immediately. He was with us before. I would take Nagy right now for an offensive coordinator. He knows the building. He knows the people. He knows the he knows the plays. He knows the book. He knows all. I of get it. the logic, but the, the a Nag- bad head coach Nagy, doesn't mean a bad offensive coordinator. No, it doesn't. But it is so bad as a head coach that it is hard pill to swallow until he gets back in there and proves it. Speaking of bad head coaching, Doug Peterson going to Jacksonville. Rumored to be the lead candidate for Jacksonville. Oh, I thought they hired him. No, that's what I looked up was he's rumored he's now the odds on favorite to be the new head coach. I mean, how how blatantly stupid do you have to be as an owner to watch somebody look awful? Oh, but he had a Super Bowl. He got a Super Bowl though. Like I I mean, it was that that Super Bowl run was impressive. Like Carson Wentz was having an MVP type season, got hurt, and then Nick Foles comes in and never misses a beat. And then everything since. What about everything Nick before Foles and everything everything since then? Well, I'm not saying he's a great coach. I'm saying it's like that run was impressive, and I'm sure that is why he's the lead candidate for any job. He's another he's another Andy Reid tree player. He, he person he came off the Reid tree, but also Andy Reid's tree of coaches is. Fucking ridiculous! <laughs> the group of people that, that is on that. Well, he's coached that long. You're gonna you're gonna be around some people that end up being good. That was also my next talking point was the Doug Peterson one. Uh, the 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 Jacksonville situation though that he would be walking into is pretty similar to the Eagles situation. Like they had a quarterback everybody felt good about. You had a top few weapons, pick. not a ton of household names, but your defense was solid. And they have big a big salary cap right now. Yeah. They 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 have money to play with. Yeah, well, you I got mean, money, you got your quarterback, and you got good a good draft pick in this draft. Yeah, anytime you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, you're gonna have you're gonna have some wiggle room to play with. And if I'm a head coach, first year walking into a building with a bunch of cap, I'm spending all of it egregiously. Any all, any big name I can find, I'm fucking throwing money at him. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of a lot of of course it's it's uh, Chiefs reporters, but talking heavy about Godwin, and I'm doing it for a one year deal, which I mean I know you're not gonna be able to get all the big name people on a one year deal. But if you can bring him in for a one year deal, pay him a lot of money. Who? If you're if I'm uh oh. Doug Peterson. If you can bring him in on on short deals where you don't hamstring yourself down the road and you can show him like, hey, we brought in a bunch of talent and we fucking won a lot of games. What does hamstringing yourself mean? Like cripple yourself okay. later on. But it's like, hey, we brought in a bunch of talent and we prove that we can win if we get the right people. Now we figure out which of these people we need to keep, and you've given them a taste of winning, so the fucking team's bought in. Like, hey, 
with me coaching, you guys playing the way you're playing, we can do some damage. Now you got to fucking stick with me to find the right long-term people. Do you know how hard I would jizz my pants if we got Chris Godwin to Kansas City? Yeah, that's an interesting situation. I would not surprise me if fucking a free agent name that I'm fucking here just blow it up is not a fucking big name, but I would love to have just because he fits perfect. It's not a big name at all, but it's somebody I'd be excited for. Jameson Crowder. Yeah, you love Jameson Crowder. Just a possession guy, good route runner. Had somehow throws up really good numbers with the worst offenses in the in the league. I don't know how. Don't know how he does it, but he always does. I would be excited to get Jamison Crowder in over Miko Harbin and Demarcus Robinson. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're when that's your alternatives, I'm I guess I'm okay with. I'm more excited that more people are coming out now and saying the Odell to Kansas City stuff has a lot of weight. That's what they're saying. They said that Le- uh, Veach looks at the second time I've called him Leach. They said that Veach lo- has approached the situation thinking that Odell was the was the shift in what could have been a Super Bowl team. He said he thought if he got Odell, they would have had a better chance to get into the Super Bowl. And he said that's why we're seeing Odell flourish with the Rams and the Rams. He said that's the that was the deciding factor in the team that got into the Super Bowl from his point of view, which means he is prioritizing Odell. I think it's the wrong move just because he's going to have a hefty price. And you can get somebody with less of a price that can make just the same impact, like a Godwin. Like I don't a, think Chris Godwin's going to have less of a price. No, no, no. No, Godwin won't. I said Godwin just because it's a big name that I'd be excited for. But like Allen Robinson... I would love to have Allen Robinson in Kansas City. That'd be fantastic. He was the one. That, he was the one that was rumored to come to us before he got franchise tagged. He was starting yep. to tweet about Chiefs stuff. He was starting to follow all the Chiefs dudes. He was posting a stream up saying Kansas City, Kansas City fans, blah blah blah. Like it was starting to look like it was going to happen, and then he got the tag. I love Allen Robinson. That's the that's the dangerous part, and you never know how it's going to work out. But you have like the three you mentioned. With there's uh, no chance we get Devontae. There's a Allen, bunch of stupid Chiefs fans out there thinking that we're going to get <laughs> Devontae Adams. There's no shot. Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Odell. Like you have three guys coming off short-term deals. They're probably looking to get some security, get paid for a while. So I don't know how you manage that. I give Crowder a three-year, twenty million dollar yeah, deal. Crowder would not be that expensive, I don't think. Three years, twenty million. I give Allen Robinson three years, twenty million. That's six and a half million a year for three years. I doubt you could do it, just because uh, you're you one could, of their best players. You can use how good your team is as a little bit of leverage. See what you could do. You went with the Bears, kick dude. the fucking tires on DJ Moore trade. Shit, I would fucking love Dude, that. You say that, but I saw no, a, no, no. I said I would love that. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm oh, saying okay. like, I saw a hypothetical trade for it was it was like projecting all the, or or possible scenarios where all the quarterback situations play out in the off season. I don't remember if it was for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, but it was one of them, and it showed them trading Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey. Whoa. And a pick. Whoa. One of them. I can't remember who it was. Oh, also. That would be nasty for for Watson. That would be something that you got to think that they would definitely think hard on. A pick. McCaffrey. Darnold, you're, you're probably just going to cut if him I'm tra- this year. If I'm trading, I mean. You get Christian McCaffrey first round pick and at least a s- kind of serviceable backup. McCaffrey opens up a lot of cap space. He also gets hurt a lot. Well, look how he's used. Right. Well, I feel like that's the only reason that this is even his name was even thrown in because of how much he's not able to be used. But oh, also in that I meant to fucking screenshot it and send it to you, but mm-hmm. I wanted to wait till now. Mm-hmm. In that whole because it was like you know Aaron Rodgers and it, it was given like all it's the that teams, time of the year, folks. It's it off was, season. It stuff. was given it's time all to start the teams' talking. offers, and then it was saying which one the like the Packers would pick or which one the Seahawks would pick, whatever. 
So I think they did that situation for Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, uh, Mariota, Derek Carr, Jamison, uh, or Jameis Winston, or somebody else. But it doesn't matter because all the people that were bidding on these names, like the Steelers weren't one of them. The only one it showed them bidding on was Mariota and Winston, and it showed them getting Winston. And then it showed them drafting Sam Howell also to learn from Jameis Winston. Like, is that not the most Steelers shit you've ever fucking seen? You literally have a blueprint of what not to do because it's exactly what happened with Trubisky from the same school, the same play style, the same look of quarterback. And they're like, hey, this is the move right here. If we we end up (laughs) out of all the quarterbacks, like... You will turn the draft off. You will turn it off. It's never a good time to be without a quarterback. If there was ever a time with all the big names that are wanting out of their current team is now. If we end up with Jameis Winston and Sam Howell, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose my I wouldn't shit. Hate, I wouldn't hate having Winston for a year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. Winston I, can throw the fucking ball downfield. Who knows where it's going to go to, but he gives, he gives players a chance to catch fun passes. I wouldn't hate it either. He's not the boring he's type like of player. He's like my fifth pick, though. And he's funny as of shit. People left. He's like my yeah. I'm 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 not in the mood for funny right now. I want to see somebody who can play <laughs> fucking football. I mean, he'll dance in the locker room with his crutches. Oh, that is awesome. Like I don't dislike Damon Winston at all. He'll eat a W. But he, like I said, he's like my fifth option. I for also quarterbacks. I also and that's so, not even including the draft. I also think people aren't. I think the Saints are going to be heavy in trying to get one of these big name. They can't. They're like $77 million They're going to have to trade players, not picks, is what I'm thinking. All the players. Like, I'm talking about trading. It's going to hurt the franchise because it's a it's a player that everybody is in love with. I can't stand him. I would... I'm talking like a Marshawn Lattimore and, and uh, Cam Jordan for like Russell Wilson. Because if you think the Seahawks and wouldn't Kamara. think about Marshawn Lattimore and Cameron Jordan... Uh, they would think long and hard. But that's the thing is, and I, that's too I still huge. don't know if that allows. That's you to get two there. huge contracts. Because what's the dead cap from that? I don't know. Like they're fucking. Is there dead cap involved when you trade players for players? They're, yeah, there's seventy-seven million dollars over the cap, which I don't even know how that's possible. That would be probably forty-five million right there, sending. And you're still that still leaves you thirty million over the cap. But I'm um, still you would have a quarterback at least. You can be over the cap as long as you have a fucking quarterback. Yeah, you still got to find a way to get it down before the season starts, though. Oh, they're going to have some cap casualties here. Yeah, you don't have a choice. And I mean, good players that are That's cap why Sean Payton's fucking out of there. Hey, I don't know. I am not taking we, part in this. We have shuffled the numbers around. We've kicked the can There's down the There's no way we enough. make this work. I'm out of here. I'm not going to be responsible for what's happening next. This is going to be a shit show. Michael Thomas is going to be the first person to get traded. Yeah, but Nobody like, in that organization wants him. But No fans known. want him. They've known that this day was coming with them being so far over the cap. Like, why would you not? He's an $80 million contract. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Why would you not have already done it? Because he said he was injured. No one wants an injured player. You do if it gets him for you for cheaper. I don't know. If I was the Patriots, I'd be, I would be And by cheaper, horn. I mean like draft, like uh, trade trade capital you had to give up. I know it's not Belichick style, but that would be somebody that I'm kicking hard about is Michael Thomas with the Patriots. That would be That would be sick. Yeah. Good for both sides. Huge contract gone. He'll probably get him for a number one receiver. Pick. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck it. It's crazy. Shit's happened. I feel like be like a second. <laughs> it would still be impressive. Forty um, ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel is believed to be the favorite for the Dolphins head coach. Mm. Nah, 
the Unless Niners the Dolphins are just going to run the ball forever. I don't see how that helps them. The Niners hired Anthony Lynn as assistant head coach. It's a good hire. I like that. Uh, Kyle Pitts, the first rookie tight end to be named to the Pro Bowl since Jeremy Shockey in 02. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I feel like with all, if, if Kirk Cousins can be a Pro Bowl quarterback, then Muth can be a Pro Bowl tight end. Negative. Okay. Kirk Cousins? Liked Muth for the first 10 weeks. Yeah. Then it went to poo-poo. Lions are telling teams that their number two pick is available in a trade. They are calling multiple, according to CBS, they're calling multiple uh, teams and letting them know, hey, the number two picks up. What do yeah, you want? Smart, because you have so many holes to fill. You can't fix it with the number. Like, no matter who you, if you take the perfect person at number two, you still stink. Yeah, it won't do anything for you. Can I get a couple players in this and drop back down to the 20s? Can I do something here? Because you're getting a couple first-round picks, I would assume. Dep- oh, well, yeah. Depending on who trades up, how far they trade up, but. Yeah, can I get a first couple first round picks and a player here for a number two overall pick? History would tell you yes, but I mean, even if somebody's at five and wants to trade with you, I'm still you're you're not getting a second overall pick without giving up a first like, somewhere. Could you get so if you swap me your fifth for my second and I get your next year's first? Because you have the fifth this year. Do you have the fifth this year? Safe to assume next year's first going to be high as well. Like, could you get the Jets linebacker? See, that's, CJ Mosley. That's could, could you get you CJ Mosley and give him the two? You could trade and a first, couple first. The Jets. The Eagles, the Giants, with multiple first-round picks this year. If they're just trying to get above somebody, because if you have, I don't, I don't think any of them with a quarterback. So I don't know what you'd be trading up that high for. I don't know. I would imagine the Broncos are going to trade up for a quarterback. I don't know where they're drafting, but I mean they should. They fucking should. If but they, if they get Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> assuming they don't get Aaron, and even if you do. Well, I wouldn't draft one this year. Fuck I, I no. Wait, I would wait till there's a good draft class, but I'm still drafting the fir- the next person I feel good about that's available. Because if you can get somebody who you already felt good about and let them sit behind Because you're about Aaron, to have bad draft picks yeah. if you get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Probably good. the next year. Yeah. Yeah, with that offense especially. Absolutely. Um, Devontae Adams' possible landing spots are rumored to be the Packers, the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers. Oh, my God, the Chargers would be nasty. Because they're losing Mike Williams. It's either pay Mike Williams all the money or get Devontae. Which one? They're both taking huge money. Mm -hmm. So which one would you prefer? I would prefer the homegrown dude that we we drafted that has worked out. But you can't pass up an opportunity to get Devontae Adams. (laughs) I'm taking Devontae Adams 10 times out of 10. But if the rumored landing spot being the Broncos, that one makes me interested. Why is he rumored to go to Denver? Because Aaron Rodgers is. Like I said before, all of their weapons. What if they got Devontae and Aaron Rodgers? All of their weapons, like all their big pieces are young. Devontae and... I think, I think, what is it, Cortland Sutton's only one has been paid. Yes. Like you no, got Judy, no Fant, making Sutton, shit. Devontae, making shit. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. That yeah, would Gordon, be the you team. You got Williams in the running back room. Get Gordon the fuck out of there. You got no purpose for having him. He's a big price for no reason when you got Williams. He is the dude. Yeah. But as a one-two punch, they were much more effective than when just when Williams was there. And draft somebody. If you trade for Aaron Rodgers, for you sure. draft a running back, and nobody will think twice. The I would. Defense I would. Solid. Vote, I'd probably draft an offensive lineman if I was Denver. But I'd probably let Aaron Rodgers draft an offensive lineman. Yeah, that won't work. <laughs> if you let the quarterback choose, look what happens. You end up with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah, that's true. So, but if that's a selling point, fuck it. I don't care because I'm good with taking him right now as is. 
you want to take somebody, if he's good or not, don't care. If it makes you feel better about coming here, go for it. And you got to think if you get, like, what do you think? Six years of Aaron Rodgers, that's a win. If you get four years of Aaron Rodgers, it's right. a win. I mean, look at, look at the, what they have with Peyton. You get two years and win a Super Bowl, one of them, it's a win. It is. That's the thing. If you win a Super Bowl, it makes a lot of stupid decisions make sense. Packers, Raiders, Broncos, Chargers. I don't like the Raiders whatsoever. I don't either. Especially, well, I mean, with Josh McDaniels, you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. That's the thing. Like, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. Decent. That could be good. But I don't want to have to watch Devontae Adams. You want to be in this division and trust the Raiders defense and that coordinator? The Chargers would be nasty. Scary. Scary thoughts. I don't think he's deciding until Aaron does. Which I'm, I'm sure, For I'm sure. sure they've had that conversation. I'm sure that's part of why. I'm sure that's one of the dominoes that Aaron was talking about that he wanted to figure it out quickly so that everybody else can make their decision. But we know one team he's not going to: the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I would be shocked if Devontae went back to the Packers without Aaron. No chance. No, I don't think so either. Um, Adam Gase's name keeps popping up as the Patriots' offensive coordinator, according to Mike Giardi. People are talking about Flores going back to the D.C. So, they may just get the band back together. I don't fucking know. It's weird. They've also I've also heard Bill O'Brien going back to be the offensive coordinator. Fuck you. I'm staying in Alabama. This is <laughs> fucking Kush over here. Yeah. It's crazy, though. You think about Aaron going to the Broncos. Peyton left his longtime team Super Bowl. Tom Brady left his longtime team Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, longtime team Super Bowl. Aaron to the Broncos. Super Bowl. Negative. You ain't getting through the cheese, bitch. Yeah, well, if Joe Burrow can do it, Aaron Rodgers can do it. Oh, you think you're <laughs> slick, huh? It is fucking crazy. And then, like, that's the thing. Won't you stomp on my head as I drown? I don't know. If it's it's the whole, like, you got a fucking team that drafted a quarterback high and a team that traded for one in the Super Bowl. And I know I've said it, but Pittsburgh doesn't either. And we wonder, what's going on? Why are we just in the middle of the road? Oh, because we make middle of the road decisions. Yeah over it (laughs) and uh al michaels expects to be done with broadcasting after the super bowl be his last game where did that come from cbs sports Hmm. he was just on the pat mcafee show and he said that he wasn't he still loved doing it he just didn't know who's gonna be doing it for yeah apparently it's it's possible it's going to be his last i mean he's last time with nbc and he said he's been there for fucking which he could just be using as a ploy to get more money from another network Oh, he oh, I'll just retire. I'm done with it. Are you sure you want to retire? Because here's another. You know what? I could, I could do it. I could do it. Yep, I could actually do like, that. Think about, think about like with Amazon. Al Michaels is one that I actually like. Yeah, and it's hard for me to he's find the, somebody that I like. The voice of football. I, I can't stand 99 percent of the people who are in the broadcast booth. Al Michaels, I like, and he's been doing it forever. Jim Nance, I like. I don't feel like they've slipped at all. Oh, could you imagine Al Michaels and Jim Nance together? Be the most soothing broadcast. Oh, I could actually time. watch the football <laughs> game and enjoy it. He said that. What's crazy is he said that. Al Michael in the interview of Pat McAfee, he said that him, Jim Nance, and Joe Buck have done like Fuck one of Joe them have Buck. done the last seventeen Super Bowls. That's fucking impressive when you think about where we're at. I hate Joe Buck. I don't know. I like Joe Buck. He's a fucking loser. But think about with Amazon getting into the game, streaming these. Whatever, if it, even if it's just Thursday nights, well, pretty soon they'll have a field inside the Amazon warehouse. Like I mean, you just <laughs> if you could just buy Jim Nance, you want you want the Amazon broadcast to take off? Just take the fucking voice of football. Did and you see that? Amazon's got the money to give him. Did you see that shit that they're going to tear down like a 180-year-old bridge or some shit so Jeff Bezos can drive his yacht through the <laughs> no, I through not. this? I can't remember where it's at. Some, I think it's 
maybe in Europe or something. They're, he's having them tear down a bridge so he can get his five hundred. $550 million super yacht through the... Well, they should have, he should have tried to drive his yacht through Little Rock. Get rid of that bridge sooner before all that fucking catastrophe. Mm-hmm. That's fuck you money. That's fuck hey, you money. Hey, this is a historical bridge, Jeff. We can't do it. What's it going to cost? It's not for sale. How about a billion dollars? All right, we'll tear it down. That'd be so cool. And that'd be like 0.010% of his net worth. Yeah, he, that's like fucking Washington 20. Hey, yeah, his ex-wife. Got it made in the shade with a motherfucking glass of lemonade. Because <laughs> she got the bag divorcing him. <laughs> Which I get it. But like at the time of them, like him doing Amazon in his garage. Could you imagine how insufferable it would be being with him now? Could you just imagine? Yeah. I would be fucking miserable. <laughs> Douchey, cocky, arrogant <laughs> fucking dude. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. You deserve to be. Yeah. You fucking built this bitch from nothing. From your garage. Yeah. I respect you gotta love capitalism love it I, I myself do love it but I mean it's gotta be tough to be with him <laughs> it's gotta be real tough you get home and it's just like oh my god shut the fuck up luckily, Jeff shut up luckily it was it feels like overnight it obviously wasn't but luckily it was a slowly getting more and more established and more money because if you just drop billions of dollars on somebody it's gonna be worse all the irresponsible, outlandish shit I'm going to do immediately if you just drop me billions of dollars? Because you can. Like, there, there. you think about it. Like, I'll think about the consequences. What consequences? What consequence could you not settle with billions of dollars? Yep. This Ooh, is mostly I made people's wrong, problems with the elites right here. I made the, I made the wrong decision with my financials. Uh, let's just make a different one I until ever, it works. Have you ever seen Stillwater, the movie? Mm-mm. Oh, I just watched it Friday night. I forgot about that. It's you should fucking give that give that a look. See, it's a good one. It's got a uh, Matt Damon in it. I don't like Matt Damon. Not a fan. We can't be friends. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Matt Damon. How can you not like Matt Damon? It's bore me to tears. I don't know. <laughs> it's not <laughs> not good. I don't like it. How he's fucking phenomenal. And what besides Jason Bourne? Besides the fucking board, oh, the, the besides the thing series. he's good. Besides the thing he's good, well, in, no, the, he's not. Those good. movies are good. He's not like it's not a. It's like it's my stance on Keanu Reeves. I love a lot of Keanu Reeves movies. Keanu Reeves not a good actor. I agree. I watched, same with Matt Damon. Mm, I don't know. He he. I don't know. He just bores me to tears. I don't know what it is. It was a, it was a slow movie too. Like it was a. <laughs> but I like those kind of movies. Oh no! It makes me want to punch myself. In his the daughter face. got put away. I won't ruin the plot for you, but his his daughter got put in prison in uh France. Uh I guess she graduated high school and wanted to get wanted to get far away and go to school, so she chose to go to France and then she was at some party or something and one of her best friends got killed and she got framed for it. And so she had been put in prison at like the age of 18. She'd been there for 5 years and her dad, who's Matt Damon, is just a fuck up. Uh bounced from oil rig to oil rig and shit. But he's from Stillwater, Oklahoma. So he, he, he in the movie, he's naming off places that we all fucking know, and I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Like he was mentioning Shawnee, and he was mentioning Topeka, and all that kind of shit. And I was like, oh fuck! But uh, and he like has this like the little faint fucking Southern accent in the whole movie. He got a fucking oh, big God. goatee. No, I don't like, like this already. I, he's wearing a fucking just a just a regular old school fucking just a good old ball boy cap from with pearl snaps and a pair of jeans everywhere <laughs> he goes, walking through France with a pearl snap and. Wrangler jeans on, just like it's fucking awesome. I don't think I can do it. It was awesome. It was the cool. country boy from Boston walking around France. <laughs> he's from fucking Stillwater. No, he's from Boston. he's from Stillwater in the movie. 
Oh, Jesus, we're off the rails. Yeah, we are. Um, we better watch what we say because they're they're coming to censor everything. Just we gotta fuck. <laughs> they're taking Joe Rogan shit off the fucking air. It's it's craziness. Tuesday, Tuesday, we got Auburn, number one team against Whoopig. Rush the court. That's a tough one. It's a tough one. Normally, I'm all for it. Like, you beat a number one team, and you're not ranked especially. You rush the court. But, having just, and had it not been for the Texas game, my answer would just be yes. But the Texas game in football, rushing the field, like that, you could feel that leading up to it. It felt. Like, all the fucking emotion going into it. And we had just, because of the hype, we had convinced ourselves we were going to win. And then, once we realized, like, oh, shit, we are going to win. Like then it was like, oh fuck, we're rushing the field. This just doesn't have that feel to it. It, I mean, it feels forced. Yeah, it definitely does. It feels like we're doing it because we're supposed to. Yeah, there was no one saying we're going to rush the. I don't think rush the field before the Texas game if we win. I don't think anybody that was even being talked about. No, I can't remember the, though. It was definitely talked about in the stands though. Oh 100%. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 for sure. It, it it wasn't forced. It was natural. Like, even if it was talked about, and I can't remember either. Even if it was talked about before. There was all that. I don't care what anybody said in the back of your mind. So we're getting shit stomped. Like <laughs> that was a real possibility that nobody talked about. One of the best running backs in football. If they put Casey in, we knew it was going to be a fucking different. It took him too long to do it, but it didn't matter. But that's a prestigious name. A school that's about to be coming to the SEC. It had all the makings of we're going to get stomped. <laughs> yeah, and, and they got until stomped. late in the game. Like we had lead, we had games in control the whole time. But everybody's like, just wait, wait. We know better. We've seen this We've movie. We've seen this. We know how this goes. And then you look at the scoreboard and you look at the time. And it's like, oh, we're going to fucking win this game. I think game. we actually won. Yeah, that one was natural. It wasn't forced. This feels forced. Am I going to be mad at it? No, if they do it. But it'll be cool to see on TV, I guess. I'm, I don't know. But I'm a, I want them to do it just for the Twitter arguments between the fucking sit down people and the stand up and yell people. Yeah. If you have ever point been to a game and you tell somebody to sit down, leave. You're in the wrong environment. Watch it at home. Yeah, you're 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 you shouldn't be there. There there should be a senior citizen section where all the old heads can go over there and complain about how student how, section and senior section. I've seen a lot of people saying that they're gonna they should put the student section all the way around the court. That'd be awesome. That would be sick. And like for the first ten rows, all the way, I think they said Auburn already did it, where they only it's only students for like five or six rows all the way around the court. That is the move. You want it to be loud. That is the as fucking shit. move. Even on TV, like that would translate through the TV for sure. Yes. That's all the sound you're picking up anyway. Is that first bit? Yeah, that'd be cool. It would be cool. I don't know. Hopefully, you will. You'll find out next week on yeah, Slightly Biased Sports. We're going to see on Wednesday's show. It'll be really good or. Or bad. what I expect it to be. Yeah. And on Wednesday's show, we'll find a whole bunch of other shit to bullshit our way through because football's almost over and we're panicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we'll figure it out. We will. Other than that, I got nothing. Show's over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>